0: Welcome to episode 107 of the Club K Fame Podcast. This week, Seamus discovers the secret of the ooze. Kevin Owens turns babyface. Bray Wyatt turns babyface. Roman Reigns, was in the dark. MGK says a song, and then it's Kevin Owens. Seth works a leg. Dean is a piece of crap. Some people aren't tough enough. Kevin Owens, only on the CW this fall. Trolls, Facebooks, points, buried, folded, frozen, or speared. Who's gonna win? Let's go find out on this week's episode of the Club K Fave Podcast. Blast in your ear holes right now. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Club k Fave Podcast, as always. 07107. Yes, as always, I'm not going to announce him first, even though he already talked, because right next to me is Dan Peck. I'm the damn Paterfamilius. <laughs> and the other guy who lets us know the title or the number of the episode is Chris O'Mealy.
1: I we'll figure out that title, don't you it's worry. It's
0: just be episode 107, just really boring.
1: <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine just episode 107? <laughs> what a horrible troll. Too bad we gave it away right at the beginning of the episode, though. No, not in the last five minutes of the show. Uh, in the first five minutes of the show. Wah, wah, Hey, did you guys know a pay-per-view happened on Sunday? Uh, you didn't until about <laughs> five minutes ago. Yeah, I almost forgot about this. All right, so... Before we actually review the show, what did you guys actually think of the event as a whole? I because liked it. <laughs> I also liked it.
0: I was. was uh, a good show. This was the first pay per view in a while that I didn't fall asleep by the main event and have to watch it the next morning. So, yay. Okay, so
1: we're in agreement that we at least enjoyed it because the heat, the hatred, and the heat I've seen for this hatred. event was ridiculous. Yes, the hatred, the epic hatred.
0: I didn't see any of it, because I don't associate with anybody except for the Club Kfab group, and I and it's been that way for a long time,
1: and I'm happy. Well, what happy. do you of, of the six actual pay per view matches, there was heat on all but one, literally one, and I'm going to talk about that as we go through. Uh, first, let's talk about the pre-show match. The only thing nobody talked about. <laughs> and that was... One of the funniest things <laughs> with our truth is just a friggin' clown right now, and he's so damn funny. Oh, because he's black, he's a clown?
0: He's just really good at, at it. He's really good at everything that he's doing. Oh, wait, I won? Because he's king, what's up? I <laughs> love his... Uh, All his stolen
1: stuff. And like his his bad robe and his ugly
0: crown. Because he just makes himself his own king. As opposed to Wade Barrett's ugly robe and ugly crown. Oh, Assassin's Creed Wade Barrett. Knights Templar version.
1: I got myself a new outfit. And it's terrible.
0: And then he didn't even wear it on Raw. Because it was that bad. It was like when Sheamus won and they gave him that shitty crown. The post-show promo... As always, from our truth, was absolutely hilarious. Where he was talking about the spider moat, and then he's like, "I need a jester." He's like, "You could be the jester." I don't like you that much, but you're probably pretty funny. Who did he say that to? Um, who's that new interview guy? Who he kept calling Michael Cole, and then he called him um, Tom Phillips. Yeah, and then he what did he call him? He called him Todd Pettingale at the end. Oh my God, that's great! Yeah, so truth it's is really, really on a roll lately. He,
1: he called him some, one of those. It doesn't matter. They're both funny. <laughs> all right, so truth goes over Barrett, and we kick off Money in the Bank with what else but the Money in the Bank pay- the ladder match.
0: Right, because we want to do pay-per-views in reverse.
1: Well, the main I mean, event did end up being pretty friggin' awesome. Right, but, you uh, have to separate the two ladder matches by a lot. Yeah. Um, this This one had all the usual suspects you expected a good show out of, plus Randy Orton was there. You got Kofi was there for spots, Neville was there for spots, you had your Ziggler drama, your Kane drama, uh, you had your Roman Reigns drama, which also involved Bray Wyatt with a surprise appearance, which sets up a new feud for the summer because they're going to meet at Battleground, and that's oh, yes. five weeks of for build-up. Bray
0: Wyatt turned babyface here. Pretty much what? because the crowd Wait, was booing. Why it was heel? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, he was considered heel until this moment because the crowd did not want Roman Reigns to win, and they set that yeah, up that got so a well, huge pop. Because yeah, because everyone else was knocked out outside the ring, and they were they were booing Roman Reigns. They were boo booing, and uh, as soon as he was about to reach, I that... I was booing. <laughs> We got Bray Wyatt. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, this is great because we're going to get Roman Reigns having a character now. His character is he hates Bray Wyatt. Pretty much. He's also a little Bray t- Wyatt nhabut. hates him. But
1: who ended up grabbing the briefcase but good old Seamus after one final tease from Neville, which I really liked. Because it was like Sheamus's moment and then Neville ran up the ladder. And it was just like... You're F, like, f- Can you, fella. Really do this. <laughs> yeah, he's like f you, fella, and he just he just like grabs him by the hair and throws I him down. I want some toil
0: soup. I can't wait until he opens it and there's just one of those um, vials of the mutagen.
1: <laughs> T-T-R-I <laughs> mutagen. Yeah. So yeah, so Seamus is your money in the bank guy, which means that uh that those IC title rumors were probably extremely false, because why would we give him the Money in the Bank contract if we thought he was just going to go disappear and film a movie and we didn't know about it? Uh, because Seth Rollins took nine months to cash in, so he's got time. Y-
0: you know what happens if Sheamus accidentally spills that mutagen on some NXT guys, right? Oh. They're babies! <laughs> babies! <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... All right, so next up, we have Nikki Bella versus Paige. And this is the Divas Championship match, which Nikki is once again heel after, like, a three-week babyface turn with the twin magic stuff where she pulls Brie into the ring and pins her to win the match, but then, LOL, it's not her, and she (laughs) starts pulling the stuffing out of her chest, which made me laugh. And then...
0: Now she had to pull the stuffing out of
1: her ass, too. (sighs)
0: Well, this the finish was so dumb here, though. The way it was pulled up, because they easily could have ended this with disqualification and a retention. But instead, they had Nikki come back in, pin her after the finish. It was so confusing and half-assed. I think that would be my complaint point about this show. Well, the, the
1: feud it's leading to might actually lead to something big, but I'll talk about that when I get to the top ten. And it's leading – if it leads to what I think it's leading to, then this is okay. Um, I'm going to break up again and get mad at each other because she just keeps on using me. She just uses me. I just can't stand everybody being like, oh, so I guess they had to do a Dusty finish just because Dusty died as, like, an honor for him. And it's like, no, shut up. That's actually – it's not really – well, I mean, it kind of is a Dusty finish. But, no, it's to further the feud. It's to turn Nikki back heel And now it's going to be way more impactful when she does lose the belt because of the Twin Magic stuff. So everybody calm down. The Divas are actually getting something out of this. Yeah, the finish was a bit fucked. So there's already complaints about Sheamus and this match. And then along comes the Intercontinental Championship match, which ends in
0: DQ after five and a half minutes. Yeah, and I got to say, I I know because I'm I'm a Ryback mark, Um, but... This was You're a Mark. Sh- yeah, this is one of the Big Show's best matches in a long time, and the fucking Miz comes in and interferes, and that's kind of what pissed me off about this. Is Big Show was actually having a good match that I wasn't falling asleep during and was actually interested in.
1: Pat, Pat, you, you didn't care about the Big Show match. You cared about the Ryback match, and you know it. Right, but
0: this was still <laughs> a good match. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. They're building to something, Patrick. Well, oh, just like the Bray Wyatt and Ryback feud, which we thought could be really good. And they're just like, yep, yeah, one match, that's it. One and done. But
1: you realize what's happening here because the way they're furthering the feud to make it Big Show versus Miz means Big Show's going to turn face again.
0: Oh. Huh. Because God <laughs> knows that Miz can never, ever be face. He can
1: never be face again.
0: No, I think it's just going to be face Ryback versus tweener Big Show and heel Miz. I think that's what we're getting.
1: All right. And here's what comes next, guys. Cena versus Owens 2. The re, re, rematch, which the one. was so effing good. And it's a, it ended exactly the way I, I expected it to. As soon as Cena won, I said, nope, he's getting his ass kicked. And that's exactly what happened. He couldn't even leave under his own power. Yep. When was the last time you saw John Cena being helped to the back?
0: I think that was the one thing I called correctly about this pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that was good because, yeah, you, like you just said, um, I can't think of maybe not even a handful of times that John Cena's ever had to walk to the back barely, let alone be helped by three people.
1: Yeah, it this put Kevin Owens over super strong. And he did not have to win the match. And the thing is, like, he took Cena to his limit. It took Cena three AAs, including a final AA that was led into by that springboard stunner that all of a sudden means something ever since that Austin podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. right away like, when Austin said in something.
1: Fact, in fact, I'm pretty sure you were the first person that pointed that out. Uh-huh. You were like, you were like, huh, how
0: about that? Yep. Austin says something. What? You know, you got to give it up for John Cena with that. Like, he, he'll what? take criticism. What? What? I said you gotta fold that stunner into something it's gotta mean something son gotta fold it into the finish (laughs) the stone fold folder yeah exactly he likes he likes Cena because Cena uses clotheslines and that's what you gotta use to hang things to dry them so
1: (laughs) wow now here comes the only match that I didn't hear any complaints about ironically The primetime players finally, finally get the tag team championship. You heard no complaints about
0: this match. (laughs) I couldn't even see what was going on. I don't know why someone thought to put a dark match on TV.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny about this match? It completely made sense why the three-man team lost the belts, because Kofi wasn't there, because didn't he, like... Was did he go through a ladder or something stupid? Did he do a stupid spot like that? He probably died. Yeah. So it was just they even came out and helped them at one point. That was
0: cool in the in the money. Yeah.
1: But that's that was the whole thing. They were they were down a man. They didn't have anybody to watch their back. So they were easy pickings. and D Young and Titus O'Neil are now rocking those millions of dollars. Millions of dicks. Millions of dicks. And now for the main event, the ladder match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And then they they realize there's still 45 minutes left on the show. So this match went 35 minutes. (laughs) Match. And it was really friggin' good. The reason reason why Seth Rollins worked the leg is because they had so much time. But this match was super good. Like, the the way it was built the finishes. So good. It was. Oh, so and and it, the, the match accomplished something that I think a lot of people really, really missed, missed this the nope, they don't Look. care if Dean Ambrose lost, so bullshit. Yeah, he, Dean Ambrose lost, so he got buried. This match accomplished two things. It accomplished Rollins as a legitimate no, champion. No one ever gets buried in a freaking ladder match, bro. Sorry. You're right. Rollins is now looked at as a legitimate champion because he actually won the match without help. And Ambrose was 100% his equal and technically only didn't win the title because of a fluke decision. Because when they fell, he let go and Rollins didn't.
0: What I really liked is about the first quarter to almost a half of this match, they almost made you forget it was a ladder match. Because they were not focused on getting the ladder, they were focused oh, on you know, each other Because you're not even with Seth Rollins continually saying, "How are you gonna climb with one leg? Huh? <laughs> How are you gonna climb with one leg? You
1: piece of crap! You piece of... How poop? you gonna wrestle with no shoes? Oh, this guy's
0: this cat's wrestling in a shirt. Ah, oh, he's got no shoes. He can't read. Hey, this cat's podcasting in a shirt. <laughs> this is New York Yankees. What is he? Some Mark. But uh, but yeah, I, there was so much of this match that didn't really focus on the ladder in the beginning that I really liked That's how they focused they had a ton on of time. Right, and they focused on them, their rivalry, their feud. How you, how you got a guy with one leg?
1: It was a phenomenal match. Um, I, I, I can't say enough good things about this. And I can't say enough bad things about all the idiots who are claiming that Ambrose got buried and people claiming that he must be hated by the WWE. Really? Legit buried. He's hated, well, which is why he got the main event spot on a pay-per-view. Geez, in a row. Uh,
0: <laughs> comes out the next night on Raw and gets one of the biggest pops. Actually gets cheered way before he comes out. Well, they were in Ohio. Uh, he only got cheered because they are in his hometown. Yeah, there's, there's always a reason, right? Oh, Daniel Bryan's not over. Just the yes chant is over. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean, idiot? What
1: does that mean? Someone has to start it to get it over.
0: He's right. not over, just him saying those syllables is over. <laughs> just just those three letters exiting his mouth with exclamation points is over. The right. is so over I enjoyed the show. Uh like as much as the previous, right? Elimination chamber? Yeah. Yeah. There was one match I thought was subpar, the rest of it was pretty good. It was yes. good. <laughs> other than the uh other than the Divers match and the conclusion of the Big Show Ryback match, I was I was pretty happy with this pup of a
1: Yeah, we all know you're still happy that he retained the Oh of course. But we know you're super happy about that.
0: But I hate the fact that I, I wanted to see the um I wanted to see him pin Big Show after a shell shock. I really did. So So everyone could blow their load over him lifting Big Show? Yep. Pretty much. Stupid.
1: Stupid. And with that said, we're going to lead into the top 10 things in wrestling this week that I liked. All right. Number let's do it. 10. Kicking off the list with number 10 is the direction that this Divas feud is going in. And this is all fueled by Paige. Um, on Raw, she tried to rally all the Divas behind her. She tried to have a meeting with them, and they all gave a different reason for why she can pretty much go f herself. You turn on all your partners. I don't care. You know, it's basically a big fu. And the Bellas took note of that. And on SmackDown during her match with Brie Bella, which also had the return of Pat's favorite theme song ever, Primo
0: Buck 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 Buck.
1: When uh, Paige lost because Alicia Fox shoved her off the top rope, and Brie gave her a nod. So where is this all leading to? Well, because none of the main roster divas are currently siding with Paige, the rumored angle is that this is going to end with the debut of an NXT diva. Now, I've heard four names thrown into the mix, but I think we'll all agree on which one it probably is. Sasha, Becky, Bailey, or the most likely answer, Charlotte. Considering she's been, like, waiting. She's been, like, a, every Raw for, like, three months waiting. Yeah, really, pretty and, much.
0: And she's in the uh, Tap Out brand commercial, too. I mean, I think they're yeah, just but, about but ready. Yeah, but then
1: again, the, that, that, those clothes
0: aren't coming out till next year still. And they're still <laughs> putting it on, like, five times a show. And I'm just like, God damn, it's still not coming out for another nine months. Shut up.
1: <laughs> All right, then. Number nine. Number nine. Okay, this should tell you how much good shit happened this week by how low on the totem pole this actually is. But for the first time, and I can't remember how long, possibly ever in wrestling, uh, the Bray Wyatt-Roman Reigns feud took a creepy turn involving Roman's kid, and it doesn't feel like it's a cheap cop-out. And maybe that's just because the Bray Wyatt character is so original and clever that you know... It might not even involve Roman's daughter. It might just be like, "Hey, I'm going to play mind games with you because I she, can. And what, I know it makes what do you do? What
0: do you say? Me and Vicky were young,
1: and we uh, <laughs> of course, and we weren't ready. So gonna, he, they're, they're going to end their feud with a, with a custody papers on a pole match.
0: So we let so we let Roman and his, and his wife raise the kid and adopt the kid.
1: Do you remember when they did that Eddie Ray match and we were... I remember Pat and I were convinced they were going to hang Dominic up there. We're like, this can't yeah. be happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> we the were... In a harness. <laughs> a, Dom- well, like, a, a Dominic Gutierrez on a pole match. They did put uh, Judy Bagwell on a forklift, so anything yes. was possible. But uh, the, the way this is developing is really... It's creepy, but it's not coming off, like, icky creepy. It's coming off, like, intriguing creepy. Like, oh, man, this guy's screwed up instead of, you know, this guy's going to do something to his kid. Hey, what happened to that Be a Father campaign? Because it's not back this year, and Father's Day is Sunday. Uh, yeah, they've been running the Roman commercials again, which uh, is the where the
0: Angry this... giant!
1: Well, yeah, they're not airing that one anymore. <laughs>
0: I haven't um, seen the Roman thing. But...
1: Yeah, really... Really good stuff, and he ended SmackDown by going, "Hey Roman, Happy Father's Day, run!" And then it went, "But well, oh, Pat does it better."
0: Bah! Um, so oh. it reminded me of that creepy Happy Birthday, CM Punk saying to Ray's daughter. That's the c- kind of what this remind me of. Oh, right. Funnily that enough, was... that she's CM Punk's daughter, actually. Yeah, that was the that was the payoff, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh. It was mask versus uh, hair, and then he shaved off Ray's daughter's mask. Yep, and that's how the feud ended.
1: Exactly, totally how that happened. All right, let's do number eight.
0: Number eight.
1: So, we are recording this episode while SmackDown is airing, so I know Pat has not had a chance to see this match. Mm. And but watch Kevin Owens
0: versus Cesaro. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And it is awesome. So Cesaro. Uh, Oh, wait, yeah, they are face. Never mind. I was going to say. If Cesaro
1: wasn't like. If they were still toying with the idea of Cesaro being face, everything he does on SmackDown proves he is a face. I like the way he starts the match, too, in the backstage interview. He goes, oh, just so there's no confusion. And he pushes Owens. He goes, I hit you first.
0: (laughs) That's good. That's good, right there.
1: Yeah, really good stuff. All right, number seven. Number seven. Yet another Kevin Owens thing this week. Uh, Owens versus Ziggler on Raw. We're we're starting to see Owens mix it up with the main roster guys, and he's not disappointing. He's not having the standard NXT guy coming to main roster and being confused matches where (laughs) Xavier Woods suddenly seems generic and Bo Dallas suddenly can't work. Like... He is getting in there, he is working, he's working hard, he's having great matches, and there are a lot of idiots who still don't believe in him, but we might get to a little bit more on that later. But his match with Ziggler was awesome.
0: I liked his his promo prior, too, where he he called out someone for an open challenge, and then Ziggler's like, I'll take that NXT title off. He's like, I never said it was for the title, I just said it was an open challenge.
1: Yeah, and he mentioned something like that on SmackDown, where... Renee Young's interviewing him, and she's like, so how come you didn't make it an uh, open challenge for the NXT title? He goes, Renee, how did that match end? Did I win? And she's like, yeah, you won. He goes, then it did not matter, did it? It's like, that's awesome. That's such a prick thing to say. All right. We're at number six, and this list is about to get really tough to order, but we're going to go for it. six. So this is kind of a tough one to put in this spot Because I know that Pat was a huge mark for this um, After the Lackluster Machine Gun Kelly Performance he turns around and Owens Is clapping on the stage for him And then he just takes him out And it's awesome oh, and I think Pat best. really Wants to talk about this oh, so I'll just, let you take over
0: This was so good because Machine Gun Kelly was Mae Young And uh, yeah that's what happened In this spot because he was like Kevin Owens said something to him he's like what you little bitch dog and shove Kevin Owens and he's like okay powerbomb through this thing right on the side of the stage and, and it actually bubb- it didn't look like the two centimeter upstage because they had um it was like this it wasn't a table I guess it was like a platform that some of them were performing on during the concert thing whatever yeah and I mean, it was, was, was kind of obvious
1: really, it was a crash pad
0: yeah but it was
1: still like really cool that well, he was doing it to Machine Gun Kelly so pussy out all you need I'm going to uh, I'm going to give Machine Gun Kelly props though for doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean it's he did about didn't... <laughs> all I could give props for. Yeah,
1: I know you you both were contemplating that for a second No, but... he did,
0: he I mean he did, certainly didn't have to do that. The thing is, I got to ask about Machine Gun Kelly. He's not rapping and he's not singing. He's just spoken wording like over some girl who's actually singing pretty well. Right, right. And that's like the last song was the same thing, right? Yep, that's how that's how they do these days. Did you know that? His, uh, on the Titantron, they had um, like if you go on YouTube and you look up lyric videos, that's exactly what was on the Titantron. I guess just in case he forgot. Of course, you know it's funny when he performed at WrestleMania twenty eight. Like he got he got
1: an okay ovation, and the people were kind of into it. And then he goes, "Yo, I can't wait to see my boy John Cena win."
0: And then he took all the heat because we were in Miami. <laughs> It's like, well, you're an idiot. He said the same thing, like, right away. He was like, yo, my boy John Cena. What? what?" He also has way too deep a voice for the way that he looks. (laughs) Because he looks like he doesn't eat? Yo, what's up, everybody? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's anorexic. He's like, what up, dog? He's manorexic. (laughs) All right, um...
1: For my top five, this is going to get tricky because these are really, really good things that happened this week, but I think I'm satisfied with the order. So, Dan, if you will. Five golden gimmicks. So we finally right off the bat, his second match ever in NXT, we get Samoa Joe versus Kevin Owens. It did not disappoint. It was a fuck-all match. Actually, it was 15 minutes. Yeah, they gave it time. They gave it build-up. They It had a fuck finish, but we all knew that was coming because this is not the last time they're going to meet.
0: But it made perfect sense because it was more like, keep brawl and brawl and brawl and brawl, and that's what these guys do really well. Come on! It's amazing how much more
1: agile they are than guys with like six-packs. Sometimes the keg Bull moves de- better, de- guys. That's a badass Bull Dempsey. I know. <laughs> that's why they're doing the Bull Dempsey fat gimmick, because they have really agile fat guys now. And they, so just they just want
0: eat a yeah, fat guy, fat guy. <laughs> of course. What's the matter? You don't go to the gym, <laughs> huh, fatty? <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to be before guess what? Guess what? The injury rate for out. these guys is going to be—they're not going to get injured. I and mean, it's funny because they're stiffing the hell out of each other <laughs> the whole time too. Yeah, yeah. and the, uh, uh, you know, and poor Tyson Yeah. Uh, Legitimate
1: stat, if you've got a little bit of fat on you And you're a wrestler You actually can be very injury Preventative So I remember Jericho was writing something about that He's like, during my fat Jericho stage I didn't get hurt But I didn't like myself either Then he almost got hurt And then he didn't Number four Number four the return that happened at the end of Raw.
0: Of oh,
1: And, uh, Pat, why don't you tell us who came back? Brock Lesnar came back. And um, that was the best
0: part. Heyman didn't have to say anything. They no. let
1: the whole thing just speak for itself.
0: Well, that's the thing. Brock is, and I've talked about it before, he's on, like, this whole different stratosphere because as soon as his music hit, immediately... Like people have been waiting for that, and people have been waiting for him to get that retribution against Seth Rollins, and Rollins played it off so well here. Just being and guess what? Scared. You wouldn't get that if he was there every fucking show. Right. Right. Exactly. But it's. Oh, oh! Someone's gonna die.
1: And somebody pointed out on the in the Club K-Fabe group that he must have been really happy to be back because he practically ran out from the from the back.
0: Oh yeah, and he was he wasn't even doing like his pose center, like he was like on the side of the Titan Tron doing the jumping pose and everything. Yeah. Um But I, I think Seth Rollins played off this so well. Like you, you could not have this moment without the way Rollins reacted to it. Because he was just oh shit, that's the guy I, not only did I screw that guy out of the title, I got him banned from this company for months, and now he's gonna get a shot because I was way too cocky. Well,
1: they say yeah, he's cocky.
0: And, and I say, said, what? And Brock said, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you Sunday! I mean, in five more weeks! But still on Sunday! <laughs> Party's over, Grandpa. But I, I also like how they they didn't have to do a spot or anything. They just had to have the, the part where Rollins starts backing away, and Brock is just he just needed stepping a little pee down his yeah. leg. Yeah. Piss. Um, <laughs> but that, that's all you needed was the fact that he is legitimately afraid. And win or lose, the moment in the ring you could feel that Seth Rollins is now on another platform just by interacting with Brock Lesnar again.
1: Isn't this crazy how friggin' Tyler Black is main eventing on Raw and you have Kevin Steen and Samoa Joe and NXT like we used to watch oh, Pat and I have been to so many of these shows and we used to watch these guys perform you know in, you know, in these little ice hockey rinks and weird theaters with <laughs> practically vertical ramps right, places where you actually just talk to the
0: guy if oh god, god double feature and, yeah and now they're, they're big stars in the big leagues um Kevin the, Steen rolled down that because he knew he was going to fall <laughs> But the, uh, the thing with with uh, Brock now is, <laughs> do you remember, what was it now? It's two years ago when he beat Taker. <laughs> Everybody wanted to kill him, and now he's a legit babyface. He is such a baby face, and people have seemed to have forgotten. But still, that win over The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, when Paul Heyman mentioned beating the streak on the Steve Austin podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> but that... Instantly, like I said, like when he steps in the ring with Rollins, it instantly gives Rollins a rub. It instantly gave Roman Reigns a rub. That <laughs> is is ridiculous. And even Bray Wyatt, even Bray Wyatt going up against the Undertaker, gave him a rub. Where now all of his feuds are important, must see feuds, even if they're one pay per view. And what do you think Roman said when he got that rub? Ooh, uh... <laughs>
1: oh yeah, he did.
0: God damn. So, uh, Oh, and the Suplex yeah. City t-shirt is pretty awesome.
1: I love that shirt. And I love that he's also got a Jimmy John sponsor right on the back. However, if you try to buy that shirt, there is no Jimmy John sponsor. Nope. Sad. All right, well, that's going to bring us
0: into our top three here. Um, wow, there's three more. This is a, an awesome wrestling week.
1: It really was. Uh, yeah, I got, I got I know how we're going to order this. Let's do number three. Number three. So who is Fergal Divot? Oh,
0: God. Fergal heck, Divot, show was
1: dedicated to Divot. Fer, Fergal Divot is the star of this incredible video, and we're not even done with it yet.
0: Hey, uh, what, who's, who's Fergal? Uh,
1: what did you guys think of that video? Down in Fergal Rock.
0: I thought, uh... Who's this guy? I never heard of before. No, this was an awesome... You know video. what I thought about it? Him and Becky must have fucked. Yes, I also thought that. <laughs> when she yeah, broke I, down
1: I... crying about how he saved her, like he got made her career happen.
0: Yeah, he made her something else happen. You know, you gotta
1: eat. I, got, I gotta hunt. I gotta... <laughs> yeah, Dan also saw Jurassic World.
0: He was all up in her bone zone.
1: Yeah, But you know what that vi- that video alone like upped her career too and they just showing all this freaking footage from ICW and stuff it was oh it's crazy and they talked yeah and so far they're only at when he he thought he was done he had nothing else to prove and then he got to New Japan and that's how it ended. He hasn't even gone to New Japan yet. <laughs> crazy. They're putting him over hard for this match at, at uh, in Japan on the fourth, which I'm thinking this means he's going to win, but then that means he's going to lose.
0: No, <laughs> I, I think he's going to win. That's going to be Owens. Um,
1: official rise, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Owens, I've been here for eight months. So bye. Well, here's the thing. I know the whole thing is like everybody wants to see Sami Zayn come back and take Owens out, but how about we see that on the main roster? Yes,
0: considering he... Technically, debuted as well. Well, then you've also got a story you could run out. How no matter what Sami Zayn does, he can't get to the main roster to get to where he needs to be to take on Kevin Owens. That's a good story in itself.
1: You can, I mean, they're and you know they're going to use that because they've used two Sami Zayn injury storylines now against Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah. It's like Rollins and Ambrose; these guys are going to be feuding for their entire careers, and I'm fine with that. And it's going to be awesome. it,
1: won't, it won't get Randy Orton, John Cena.
0: <laughs> oh no! I said it's going to be like Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, which means they'll, they'll all be good matches.
1: Absolutely. And
0: they'll all be entertaining, and I won't be like. And oh, let's hustle, to respect, and or Big Show and Roman Reigns
1: is already at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a lot of catching up to do.
1: Big Show and Miz is already at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Finn Balor is confirmed for 2K16. Yep. And he's in the demon paint in his confirmation picture. All right, that brings us to number two. Number two. So this week's Lucha Underground was one match the whole show, and it was Prince Puma versus Johnny Mundo for Lucha Underground Championship. Dan, did you get a chance to check this match out? Uh, fuck yes. Yes. Holy It was crap. like four different matches. It was great. It was incredible. It was... It may actually be a match of the year candidate, which I don't think we have many coming out of Lucha, but this one... I don't think we have any coming out of Lucha. So yeah, yeah. Th- this one may have to be included. The best part about it was the fact that Johnny Mundo got up four falls to one and then he just started fucking around like he didn't give a shit anymore. He was he just was wasting like, time. He went up to the where the band is and he was like, "Hey guys, play a song." <laughs> it was so funny. It was so great. And then the way the way Puma came back was completely realistic too. And I was I was pretty much under the impression that Puma was going to retain because I feel like they're building up him versus Drago for Ultima Lucha. But I also like the inclusion of alberto el patron coming out and taking out johnny mundo in the process because they still have unfinished business so you know that's going to be another feud he turned heel on him and the uh the four table spot was pretty crazy too yeah uh, but like you saw it coming because like the the two bottom tables had the grooves on them yeah i mean you knew it was going to happen but it didn't change the fact that it was still awesome you're just like oh okay i can see where that's going but they went about that different because you thought there was like two uh, there was two two falsies in there on on the table spot. Yeah, there really was. It was it was very very well done. It was very well built, um, and I I need to comment on this because not only are they up for an Emmy, but Pat finally got to see what vampira looks like now. <laughs> And Pat, who does Vampiro
0: look like? He looks like Jim Norton got beat up in an alleyway and then slept in said alleyway for about a week. So he looks like Jim Norton. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Pretty much. That was really funny. I lulled. Legit lulled when I read that. Now that is now on the Fabe list. All right. Awesome. Which takes us to my number one favorite thing in wrestling this week. Number one. I I debated putting this on the list altogether, but at the end of the week, it was still the best thing I saw. And that is literally everything that they did for Dusty Rhodes this week. The tribute video was incredible. It was emotional. They kicked off the money in the bank with it. They had everybody out on the stage because, you know, this wasn't just some legend who disappeared into the sunset and passed away. This was a guy who was still actively working that week. And that's got to be, I mean, that's rough when he's a mentor to all the NXT kids and how many of them came up under him. Not only was that great, not only was the special on the network great, but the thing that put it over the edge were the eulogies that his sons wrote. And I don't know if either of you guys got a chance to read them, but they're both online now. Uh, Cody, Cody's and Dustin's are both very much worth the read. They are the eulogies word for word that they said at the funeral, and they are incredible. Uh, go out of your way to catch these. Uh, maybe if some whoever's listening right now you want to throw that in the link or in the comment section. But yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, real, real classy stuff that WWE does when they lose somebody like that. I give them a lot of credit for that one. So RIP American Dream you are still one of my all-time favorite wrestlers to imitate.
0: Can I um, can I add a bonus? It's not a number one, but it's a sidetrack that I wasn't sure if you guys had seen. Did anyone see the Tough Enough Competition special? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, no. so I'd like to take a few minutes to talk about it. I highly recommend people watch it because it's about an hour, I think, maybe an hour and a half. But um, it talks about how they got the 40 down to the 13, I believe it is.
1: Yeah, it's going to be final thirteen. I yeah. think they've all been final thirteens, actually.
0: It's definitely worth your time. Um, it's I like the way it's constructed. So you're, I mean, as you guys know probably, the trainers are Billy Gunn, Lita, and Booker T, and um, they have Jericho eventually come on as the host. They have Triple H he, on there sometimes. He's Jericho Seacrest. Yeah, he pretty much is. And um, so they so they go through some of these people, <laughs> and, they and the, the judges are
1: Daniel Bryan, Paige, and me, brother.
0: Yeah, dude. So they weren't on this show. The the judges for the pl- preliminary round were some WWE execs, Lita, Billy, and Booker was T. It, was Kevin Dunn in there? No, no. There were some female execs.
1: Because uh, they, uh, they added season three to the network, and it's like, right at the beginning, it's like, here are some officials that are going to evaluate you guys, and here's Kevin Dunn. I'm like, God, I cannot get away from him.
0: <laughs> so they, they have one guy, and I can't remember his name, his name is Kenneth or what it is. And he just—he must have applied for it and not knew anything about wrestling. So he's this muscled-up guy, of course. And uh, they ask him, "So, what do you think it takes to be a WWE superstar?" He's like, uh, "I don't know. I guess you know you have to have a charisma and uh, uh, uh." And they're like, "Did did you um did you read the competition rules and what this is for before you entered?" It's like, no, I I really didn't. They're like, well, next time before you do something, how about you actually look and see what it's for before you embarrass yourself? And basically, the (laughs) exec sent him home for that. That's awesome. uh, You know what? And that's embarrassing, too, because
1: of all the people who they didn't pick. Like... They they that picked this guy it to the who final nothing. Four. Like, and I know I know so many guys who submitted videos, like, you know, actual worker friends of mine, and none of them got chosen for this.
0: And and yeah, and they asked him, like, what's your passion and how long have you been watching wrestling and who's your favorite and he couldn't answer any of the questions, what's your favorite match? And uh, they clipped to him Why afterwards. Would really Fox? <laughs> and he's got Dre beats headphones and his hats on sideways, he goes, You know I just think they wasn't asking the questions they should have been asking. I wasn't prepared for any of these. And it was like these are the easiest questions in the so world. So you
1: weren't so you weren't prepared for this competition, and that's why you're going home.
0: And um, then they had this- oh, I, I want to watch it just for that now. That sounds hilarious. Oh, I'm not done with the great stuff yet. Um, <laughs> so they had these two guys. Well, don't spoil too much because I do want to watch. This. Well, I want. I'm. I'm going to tell you about some highlights. Um, there's a handicapped guy who goes through a lot of adversity, but in the end, he ends up dropping out. But I'm not really going because that's really you know a heart touching moment. I'm going to talk about the shit. Um. So there's these two these two black twins called the wisdom or no the kingdom twins. <laughs> the and, wisdom um, twins. <laughs> and they did not have wisdom, so they come in the ring and they're ta- They come out together and first of all they they have this grandiose entrance that they like everyone's supposed to walk out to the ring and then you do your shtick your spiel in the ring but you're not supposed to be in character you're just supposed to be you. So they have this grandiose entrance of announcing each other and talking smack as they get into the ring and then they get in the ring and then. Um, all their questions, all their answers are terrible. And then Booker's like, "So, uh, what makes you guys like better than, oh, say, uh, the Usos?" And <laughs> they go, uh, "You know, we we got charisma and stuff." And uh, for some reason, in later on in the show, when they're talking about people to put in the next round, they put both of them in the next round. So, that, so they've made the cut. And then the next day, they do the training, and their asses are so beaten up because they're these skinny dudes. Skinny twin brothers who just want to be, like, you know, just popular people, I guess. And they go to Booker the next day, and they, <laughs> they drop.
1: They want to be the next Gemini.
0: Well, the, Booker was really gang, on, and Billy Gunn were both really gang on them during the training and saying, like, you guys got to hurry, you guys got to move, you guys to do this. And so the next day, they drop out after training, and uh, they go and talk, and talk to Booker. And, <laughs> and they're like... Well, you know, we decided wrestling isn't really for us, you know, uh, so we're going to drop out of the competition. You know, it's not because we couldn't handle it. It's just because we, we don't think there was enough positive criticism from you as opposed to the neg- negative criticism you gave us. And I, I just see the look on Booker's face and he's like, all right, dog, whatever. And he goes into a room and closes the door. And that's where I wanted the camera to see what he said next. Because these guys <laughs> were so cocky and so arrogant and they got humbled and they still had to be cocky and arrogant. And then they dropped out, even though they had made it. And, and
1: some asshole promoter is
0: going to book them now. Yeah, because they're um, on WWE network. <laughs> some asshole promoter. Almost every asshole promoter. And what you know I, what?
1: Maybe not because I I don't see a lot of tough enough rejects from like the early seasons going anywhere.
0: What I really um, what I really liked about this though is the training they put them through was a lot like the training that i went through i mean it it was stuff that when guys would come from other schools even if they were jacked up to the gills had trouble doing but we would power through it so i always enjoy that stuff and i like to see the the (laughs) i like to see the guys getting out of the ring and throwing up and going i don't know how to do this because i mean that's the type of stuff that we went through and um there were there were these guys who I honestly, I don't know how most of these people got there, but the one guy who I'm going to pick is the early winner, and I think you guys will like him too. And some people, Chris, that you know and I know, know this guy Patrick Clark. I don't know him; he's 19 years old. And uh, during his interview, it was funny. He goes, "You know, I just went to have a conversation with some of these people about wrestling, and nobody knew what I was talking about." And he goes, "And quite frankly, that pisses me the fuck off." I'm like, "I like this guy."
1: <laughs> I do too already. And Good for him.
0: Uh, and he's got you know he's got character he's got charisma he's he's been he knew he wanted to do it his whole life and he talked about how watching the undertaker when he was a little kid is what made him want to become a professional wrestler and help him go over his father's death and all these other things and i said right away this guy is awesome and so he's like
1: he's like the early he's like your early pick well oh, from a, what i understand it's going to have interactive stuff where you can vote for people so you just got to make sure you've got the free app that you know they're going to hawk the shit out of and then vote for him that's the way you keep yeah. these
0: guys in the competition this time? I'll be voting for them every friggin' week. Um, but there, there's a lot more that I won't spoil, but watch for the the Kingdom Twins and this guy at the beginning who doesn't even know why he's there and and just see some of these people. that may, It is disturbing that they made it to the final 40. I mean, it made for an entertaining show, but... And there's also a lot of people who make it to the finals and then drop out for some reason or have a medical ex- cuz medical exemptions would cut them right out of the tournament this time so if they had any complications they were done so they had to do a lot of reworking
1: <laughs> so, so like all that shit they went through when Danielson got hired where he yeah. had like elevated liver enzymes
0: right right and they tell people like you could always, you you know you could come back and you could have another tryout if you you know if they were really good or if they made it to the 13 finalists and then had to drop out but I I think the way the show is constructed, at least this special, which was, I think, filmed over, what, like, 48 hours or something like that, if this is an indication of what the show is going to be like, I'm very happy with it.
1: Yeah. And I like that they're going to do the eliminations and stuff live every week, which means that there's no spoilers coming out. You know, it's not like when on one of the shows, they were like, all the finalists from Tough Enough were in the front row overall this week, so you could just, like, see who, who was there and be like, oh, so now I know who's going to make it to the next round because there's yeah. like four people missing.
0: I'm, I'm putting my, uh, my vote in right now. And I'm sure you guys will agree with me. we'll talk about it a little bit next week. It starts next week, right?
1: Yeah. After we're going to review it every week. I'm All sure. Right.
0: So Patrick Clark is my early pick and not just because he has the same first name as me, but he's Jack really Clark. Yeah.
1: Well, It's not like he's going to keep that name.
0: Right. But I think, I think he's, he'll be Clark very good. Patrickson. Of course. Of course he will. All but, right. yeah, watch Watch the Tough Enough special, um, and I hope you guys all enjoy it as much as I did. Well, you know, here's the thing about the online portion. Like,
1: it's going to give a lot of assholes the ability to vote. And you guys know there's a lot of assholes on the Internet, especially when it comes to wrestling. It's almost exclusively assholes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Troll Truth this week, and this Troll Truth is very unique. This is not a comment... This is not an opinion. I mean, it probably is an opinion. Is it worth? But it's expressed through an entire Facebook reference website, which is what it's labeled under. And it's a whole page that you can like and follow called Kevin Owens Cannot Wrestle. And the address is literally Facebook.com slash Kevin Owens CW. A whole page dedicated to this. And just in case... You wanted to know how pathetic this page really was. The top two posts to the page from other readers are two people saying, fuck these admins for deleting my post, and a guy going, Owens made Cena better. Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> wow, I can't wait so, till Kevin Owens starts on the CW network. All right, so here's inside. the newest Kevin Owens cannot wrestle post that went up 10 hours ago. Cesaro couldn't swing Kevin Owens because Owens is way too fat. Better get into shape before trying to wrestle. That being said, what kind of nonsense booking was that? Oh, it's non-dash sense is the word here. Owens defeating Cesaro. Are you kidding me? Cesaro is one of the strongest and best wrestlers in the world today, and Kevin Owens is some fat slob couch potato. Poor booking decision right there, folks. hmm yep. He beat Cesaro because, uh, wait, did wait, what's who do you? Who he beat? Um. Uh, who was? Uh, I think the guy's rookie. important. He's like important, right? The guy he beat is like important. Yeah. Well, it's like. The the number one guy in the company. Why can't it come up with his name? Okay. In response to the retarded assumptions that admin is a Cena fan, just because people happen to stumble upon this page when Owens is feuding with Cena, we can assure you that oh, we aren't Cena. huge That's Cena the guy marks. He beat. Yeah. We can assure you we aren't huge Cena marks, but we can tell you that Cena is the lesser of the two evils, the shinier of two turds, if you will. <laughs> God. Then there's this one. Suck, Owens suck. Fat, Owens fat. e Owens e; Botch, Owens botch. What is he botched?
0: <laughs> I think this guy is the he was botch. like He was like late on that springboard stunner, which is almost impossible to hit. Perfect.
1: Oh my god. This is... I mean, they're incredible. Facebook.com slash Kevin Owens CW. And I don't mean like the CW network. It's Check right it, after it out. It is... It is horribly embarrassing, and it may make for some very interesting troll truths in the future. And I, I wanted to bring this up specifically just because my top ten had four things about Kevin Owens in it.
0: But apparently we're not we're not done with Kevin Owens yet. I think it's good that these stupid idiot marks hate Kevin Owens, because at least they hate him. And that's what he's trying <laughs> to do, get you to hate him. So these stupid marks who think that they hate him because he's fat, they really hate him because he's a good heel. They hate him because they're fat. And part of him being (laughs) in that shape makes him a better heel because he's wearing uh, a T-shirt and shorts. Yeah. How does cat wrestling on
1: street clothes? (laughs) Also, Kevin Owens Cannot Wrestle is a reference website. Page info. He is a talentless sack of potatoes. That is all. Potatoes are (laughs) delicious, first of all they are this is just it's it's so ridiculous but it's actually kind of funny and there are 217 people who like the page but apparently most of the people don't actually like the page they just want to comment bullshit yeah a lot of people are liking the page just so they can comment on how idiot this how much of an idiot this person is and I love that all the posts to page are people complaining that the admins keep deleting their posts <laughs> Isn't it funny how this page has been around for almost two years and only just became active when Owens got moved to the main roster? I guess that's another wrestler the Smarks are slowly turning on now.
0: Of course they are, because they wanted him to get popular and be on the main roster and be a heel, and now that he's all those things, they hate him. Now you're shoving him down our throats. So... Uh did you know that they made Kevin
1: Owens issue a public apology to Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I mean it was it was kayfabe, but it was still funny. Oh, people think it's real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this week's Facebook comments are about Kevin Owens' public apology.
1: Who the hell even is Machine Gun Kelly?
0: That's a Good great question. comment. That is That's an interesting question. That is the best question ever. I want Roman Reigns face to Kevin Owens because I hate Kevin Owens. So if Roman, Re- if Kevin Owens had Roman Reigns' face, you would like him. <laughs> this, this is like face off, right? Oh my god, this is the second yeah, face off yeah, reference the funny I made thing in two is months. Is like Roman Reigns takes Kevin
1: Owens' face, yet he becomes fat. Roman Owens.
0: Ooh-ons. Yes, I want Roman Reigns' face, to Kevin Owens, because I hate Kevin Owens. <laughs> then he'd at least be a hot, fat guy.
1: When Owen Hart attacked Jason's sensation on Raw back in 1998, the WWF never made Owen apologize. Wow. Wow. This is true. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Jason Sensation. Holy crap. Remember when he, like, became
0: uh, uh, important again a few years ago when he talked about being raped? By... Who was it? By, like, everybody, apparently. There's, like, Mordecai. This guy raped me. This guy raped me. Uh pat patterson tried to rape me it's like all he did was he went to like shocked like d
1: level shock jock shows and talked about being raped or almost i raped do remember me. that because i remember that name came up i'm like wow i literally have not heard that name since like 1998 not since he
0: dressed up his own heart pretty much and ran wwe canada oh my god jason the website. sensation
1: all right. Joan Cena champion Oni... Joan Cena? Joan Cena champion Oni won Kevin Owens is Lujar. <laughs> that is amazing U-jar. thought. Lujar. Uh,
0: or is it Lujar? Is it Espanol? Oh, well, it's L-U-J-A-R. And Joan was spelled J-O-N-E, which is no. still
1: super wrong. <laughs> Joan Cena, champion, Oni, one,
0: Kevin Owens is Lou Jar.
1: You know what? If you're gonna be wrong, you might as well go all the way. <laughs> Are you sure it's Lou Jar, not Luger? Uh, what's a J? Is that, is that so what Um Kalisto says
0: all the time? Lou <laughs> Jar,
1: Jar. Is that what the titleless episode is? Maybe Lou <laughs> Jar. Maybe
0: it's L O U Jar, as in a new superstar. Lou Jar? Yeah. I can't wait for Lou, Jarr to debut Lou on Jar to do that. Lou Jar Jar Binks. And our final comment, WWE should publicly apologize for having Machine Gun Kelly on Raw. <laughs> That's pretty good.
1: another accurate comment. That gets a thumbs up from me. <laughs> that gets a that gets a thumbs up from me too on this audio podcast. I'd be like R
0: true, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up.
1: What well, guys, I think you all know what time it is now. It is time to play everyone's favorite game: points, or
0: buried, or folded, or frozen, or effing speared.
1: <laughs> so now there's five. What's the language? Oh. Well, we we had three options, but those weren't enough. So now we have five. Don't we
0: have four? Wait. Yeah, no, there's no, points. Or, or oh, you you get points. positive. Thing. Gotcha. Remember,
1: Jeez. there's, there's oh, all yeah. points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, oh yeah, that thing I don't like doing. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, points. That's a thing. <laughs> so I've been kind of on a nostalgic video game kick lately, and I decided to reach into the bag and pull out. Ew. To your sack. Uh, this is this is an idea I came up with when we first conceived this game back in like early 2014. I wanted you to come up with wrestling-themed Back Mega with Man villains. The mommy, the mommy game and the daddy game had sex.
0: It was just of a twinkle in our eyes.
1: Yes. Um, and I, I purposely made Hey Man one of the entries, one of my examples. Oh, because because I didn't want... first one. Because it was going to be the first one. It was going to be the obvious one. But... I said, come up with the name of the villain and, you know, go that extra step. Tell us, like, his his strengths and his weaknesses, too. Because you know how all the power villains have... you after defeating Yeah, him? you had, like, that power, and then there was always... They were always weak to something if you went to the right stage. So... Here are some wrestling-themed Mega Man villains for that wrestling-themed Mega Man game that we all want to play now. Are you guys ready? Ready. Okay. Your first... Alright, you're reaching the end of the level, and you are now facing Pushed Man. He changes color every three to six months, can only def- be defeated by another Pushed Man, and is partnered with the
0: hot Bella Twin. He can only be beaten by himself by another one of him. <laughs> so you have to get his power to beat him. I like that. I like that. Let's give it points. So, what you are saying
1: is... He is well, man, this week. Yeah. He definitely welled. Partnered with that hot Bella woman. I also like how he said Bella woman instead of Bella twin. Very good. Thank you, Jason Cantwell. Okay. Your next villain is. He's fat with a shirt, man.
0: <laughs> this cat is fat with a shirt, man. <laughs>
1: And yes, the he's fat is quoted, so it will be read like just like that.
0: <laughs> Let's give that points. Especially since we yeah. talked a lot about the guy who's fat with a shirt this week. Seriously. All right, that was for you, Taylor Chadwick.
1: Oh, oh my god! All right. Ooh, ah, man. Oh god. When defeated, add plus sixty nine to splash damage to the face.
0: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you get cringe points, but you get regular points as well. One fifty to Chev. <laughs> That's hilarious! Splash damage. And
1: 69. Plus sixty nine. Splash damage. <laughs> sixty nine, dudes. <laughs> I-, I told Chev that was a vomit-inducing entry. <laughs> Good lord! All right, y- your next bet. Your next baddie, your next villain, is anti-gravity man. Twists through the air.
0: Oh, I get it, Neville. No, the ones. I don't think that's that funny. It's Evan Speared.
1: Oh yeah. no! You, you just speared Mike Simsek. He twisted through
0: the air and got speared, and that's why he can't walk. Well, that explains that. Wow! After he all, your handoff with that spear. Luckily, he only got the paper. <laughs> It's a it's a, it's a dryer sheet. So
1: it's a dryer sheet. All right, all right. Your next villain is Hustle Man. His power? He doesn't need special powers because he is the one behind the one who caused the sensation of twenty one and one. And his client Brock Lesnar will take your ass to Suplex City, bitch. Weakness? Any weakness is
0: turned into a strength. See you above. <laughs> wow, I, I get it because it's Heyman hustle. I, I thought it was funny when it was John Cena hustle, like hustle loyalty, respect man or something. So uh, I'm gonna say, what, what where are you, Austin? Hell, son, I'm gonna fold that damn entry and wash it dry. Aw.
1: all <laughs> right. Wash it dry, don't you? Yeah. Don't, don't question him. Yeah, he's gonna go. He's gonna dry clean it. Jeez. All right, Glenn Cookin. Sorry, you've been folded. All right, here's
0: your next villain. I hope, I hope someone's keeping stats of what exactly happened to entries and how many times they've happened. I know, I know. Joe Kalaya is because he he was thrilled. <laughs> yeah, he, he specifically figures <laughs> out how he gets buried every week. He was thrilled that he finally got frozen because that hadn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> he only been freezing
1: for like two weeks. <laughs> So, because so it works. was broken the second week. So if he,
0: <laughs> if he wants to be a grand slammer on this game, he has to get speared somehow.
1: Well, we're going to keep going here. He, he may he may or may not have entered this week. He may or may not be this entry right now. Right. Your next one is IWC, man. He makes the perfect <laughs> bad guy because even when things are going good, he will bitch and complain for no reason. I thought it yeah. was the ISEC now. Because WWE called it that In an article Really? You see? What is that? Yeah sports The Internet entertainment. Sports Entertainment Community Oh, for Christ's sakes <laughs> Is nothing uh, sacred? No <laughs> Let's give that points Alright Points to Jeff Drillowicz For IWC, man Alright Your next villain is Showman Essentially Ziggler Period
0: Oh, I going to be a big show <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Can I bury
1: it now? (laughs) Yes, go ahead, Terps.
0: Buried.
1: Mikhail O'Reilly, formerly Miguel, formerly Mickey. Mikhail. Mikhail. All right. Your next villain is Sandman. He drinks a lot of beer and smokes, known to hit himself in the head with objects when agitated. That was so easy
0: that it has to get points. Oh, just, Matt. yeah. There you go. Mad Dog Joe Needle.
1: With points. Okay. Your next entry is Boogeyman. He's, <laughs> he, he's black. That's a weakness, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's why he's so scary, right? <laughs> well, Vince, what do you think?
0: That is, that is a weakness. You, Vince, that's why he's scary, right? Because he's black. God damn Do you know it. what his hidden attribute is? Fuck oh, you, Antonio! Wow. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's, let's give Boogeyman
1: points. Alright, that was Joey Image's entry. <laughs> Alright, next you have Willow Man. Powers include flippy dippy do's, stupidity, sight beyond sight, thanks to eyeballs on his eyeballs. Oh. Weaknesses include falling, fire, pets, family, powders. <laughs> oh my
0: god. Oh my god. I wow. The wispies. This is really good. This is this is This may be, if Dan approves, this is double points territory. Oh, boy. You know, with the attention to extra details, change approved. 200 points to Joe Kaliah. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, you didn't get speared this week, but you got double points. Sad he didn't get speared. (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, we'll get you speared, just not your entry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll spear that koala,
1: Goliath, <laughs> Goliath, Bill, whatever that. My uh, God, when we had our old Efed. We had the character William Sandberg, and it was just an exaggerated Goldberg. But he never cursed. He only said the first letter of all swears. S. It was ridiculous. With H. <laughs> yeah, he, even like
0: non-cursed curse words, or like damn, he'd be like oh D. Which now takes on another meaning when you say D. but um, It does. But it was actually based off a character who was supposed to be very serious name. Was it William Sanders? Who yeah. Who looked like and,
1: Goldberg? Right. And he was, he was one of those kids who rage quit the group because he lost his first match.
0: Yeah. And then um, not only did I make Sandberg to mock him, and then he quit because he got pissed, but yet his character had a girlfriend named Jennifer... <laughs> So oh, yeah, and then thanks, she was Jenniberg? She was Jenniberg, So Chris thankfully made a uh, a profile for Jenniberg, which was just Goldberg with a wig on. It was fantastic. That was hilarious. And then, and then Goldust that. put a wig on Goldberg, and we are like, oh my god, Jenniberg! Yeah, that was back in the day when actual stuff that we did
1: on there got copied. Like, the entire Reaper-Daredevil feud was the Matt Hardy-Undertaker oh, Undertaker feud. Yeah. They really did copy that, <laughs> legit. All right. Well, this is your biggie countdown here. These are your final five. Now you have Heart Man. As he enters the stage, the game glitches and he falls to his death.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. I I wasn't for a second. I was like, did Jerry Lawler have a heart attack or is this Owen Hart?
1: Yeah, it's Art Man.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) By the way, it's been like 16 years now. I guess so. that's his weakness. Good lord. His weakness is falling from great heights. Yep. Uh, points. Ellis
1: Holmes, points. <clears throat> Alright, next you have Illuminummy Man. His endless supply of crystal meth and shitty poetry lets him see the future through the eyeballs painted on his eyeballs.
0: I've already seen an entry like this, so guess what? This one gets frozen! Yes! <laughs> How many yeses
1: was that, Arnold? Yes! 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 Yes!
0: Alright, yes.
1: Matthew Anderson yes. has been
0: frozen. Wait, so he already saw that other entry, and then decided to still enter this?
1: Yeah, well, I don't Well, think there so. wasn't a oh. one-and-done
0: rule, but I would have oh. to say... They're, they're usually not a good idea. Entries go yeah. backward. They they like a toilet flushes the opposite way, right? So he had. to... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, so he read he
1: yeah. read the last entry first. Right. Oh, I'm I apologize. This was not the Biggie countdown. I just realized I had a few more down here. I had to scroll for. Um, we got yeah, we got a few more here. All right, next we have Al Snowman. He uses his head as a weapon, but is weak to heat. <laughs> oh. And that's funny for two reasons. That's really good. That's um, that's points. <laughs> yeah, that's Paul Henry Schultz getting the points for that one. I like that he's weak to heat because he, I didn't think of the literal heat. I thought of wrestling heat.
0: No, I thought of both. I think that's great. <laughs> okay,
1: next is Bobby the Brain He-Man. His strength is he's an amorphous shapeshifter.
0: <laughs> good. Lord. That's also points. <laughs>
1: That's also sick, but I laughed. Alright, Dan Dahl points. Okay. Next we have Von erichman Oh, pow- power of endless talent, but the weakness is sharp object, painkillers, guns, bullets, and life. Oh, God.
0: That's <laughs> double cringe points.
1: <laughs> Alright, 100 points to Matt Awesome. For- Yeah, that's pretty bad. All right. Now we have King Man. Cannot be killed by simple repeated elbows, but his weakness is underage girls. And Sonic. Yes, and Sonic. Goddamn. (laughs) Let's uh, let's give that points. All right, Matt Hardman points. Next is Mr. T. The power of calling his cousin. Weakness, everything.
0: Hmm. Someone <laughs> got buried. Someone got folded. I think someone. they've all happened, so... Yeah, they, they all happened. So, I, I guess we'd have to... Who's the... Evan Spear! <laughs> you knew he was going to jump in on that one. Yeah. Oh, God, he speared it right into a hole. Good Lord. Oh, wow, right. that was the wastebasket. He actually speared it. It crumbled up and went into the wastebasket. And now it's speared? All right. Austin Butler, you've been speared.
1: And that leaves you with your final entry. Flying Goatman. Just when you think he's making progress, he suffers a horrible injury. Another spear. (laughs) Whoa. Damn. Wow. All right. Three things today. And that was Jason Shin's entry. F. Yeah. All right. Are you happy, Goldberg? F and yeah. Enough of this S. Jesus. Are you happy, Sandberg?
0: All right. So uh, who gets the winning 50? Uh, d- uh, double points. Double points winner also gets plus 50, Joseph Koala. Congratulations. For 250. Well, there you go, man. And for that, he gets speared into a pool because it's 100 fucking degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By a hairy Jewish man who has no hair on his head. <laughs> Change approved. Looks at my beard. Yeah, back his face. chest. And his chest. <laughs> my chest isn't on my head. No, it's not. <laughs> but you, you hair. Change me. approved. I <laughs> put my chest hair on my on my head.
1: Alright. Well that was fun, the Mega Man villains. I'm glad we finally did that one. Um guys, as I say every single week, I will accept any game ideas for points are buried. If you come up with something you think's gonna work, by all means submit it. Um th- I used to keep a list of all the ideas that we've used and I really don't keep that anymore. So you got an idea? Submit it. Even will if we've we done use your it- idea probably. Probably? Yeah, we've actually used quite a few of them, so
0: by all means, guys,
1: will we claim it as site. our
0: own? Definitely. Unless oh, it course sucks. We will. of course, if it we will. sucks, we'll say, "Nope, it was Jay," or "Nope, it was Matt," or "Nope, it was somebody else. <laughs> it was Chev. Yeah, <laughs> it be- was Chev. <laughs> it all comes back to Chev. <laughs> Welp. A sausage pick. Oh,
1: God. A sausage pick is going to haunt him forever.
0: By the way, I just want to thank you guys for getting me my own podcast, which you announced first on your show. That's
1: right. <laughs> we did do C- that. Can we be on your show, Bill? No effing way. Oh,
0: thanks. But thanks. Oh, I'm on podcast one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he sure is. Well, that's our show for this week, guys. Um, As some of you guys know, this Saturday is Joey Image's final career match. So any of you listeners local to the Moosick, Pennsylvania area, please, please, please come out. There's going to be a lot of Club K favors there this weekend. I'm super excited to see all of you.
0: Really? Who's going to be there?
1: Let's see. Big Jan Batista, Robbie yeah. Douse, Glenn Kukin, Don Mario is going to be there. Wow. I believe Dan Dahl is coming out for this one. Um, of course, Sumsack and CJ are going to be there, but they're at every show. <laughs> Bulk and
0: Skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I believe Shin and Casey are both coming, so we'll see them. (laughs) Well, yeah, probably right now. No, don't, don't, (laughs) don't. God damn it. Um, Dens has said maybe, haven't gotten confirmation from him. Um, I think Adrian Cotton said maybe, haven't gotten confirmation from him. And Melissa Hatfield might be coming as well, flying up from Texas and staying with us. Tejas. However, she is waiting on her buddy pass to figure that out. A um, couple other kind of maybes, kind of not sure Guys, you better make your decision now Because this has actually been an event that's been selling pretty well Because of Joe's last match so, uh, You know,
0: something you like waiting to the last minute But it's here
1: <laughs> Yeah, but now now it's here So uh, do that and we'll definitely have more on that on next week's show Plus a, uh, a special interview might be coming up pretty soon So uh, Stay tuned Oh, you want oh. me back
0: on your show? No, not, not you. you. Yeah, not you. Get not out. You. <laughs> All <laughs> All right. you know, the best I can do is hope he pulls through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. And on that note, we'll see you next.